Welcome back to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. We're here, here with Frankie Policelli. He is in 2018 incoming true freshman for the 2018-19 season with the Dayton Flyers men's basketball D1 team inside of the Atlantic 10. Frankie Policelli is no stranger to the show. New Hartford, New York as well as going to uh, Long Island Lutheran and being a part of the AAU's New York Jayhawks. Frankie is uh, obviously an upstate New York guy here and all of that, and everything that he has done in upstate New York, I think that he is a steal for any team that would have gotten him. His list of offers was long and, and all over the country, and he ultimately thought that Dayton was the right fit. So I'm happy to talk with Frankie now that he has found a new home in Ohio. Frankie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, Frankie. How's Ohio? It's pretty cool so far. Um, um, I've, I've settled in, and I'm having a, a great time so far. Have you become a Cavaliers fan, a Browns fan, an <laughs> Indians fan? I mean, where are you at right now? No, nah, I'm, still, I'm still a New York guy. Okay, so who are your favorite teams? Let's run it down. NHL, MLB, just just run down the gamut. Who are your favorites? Um, I like the Giants. Well, and then, like, for NBA, Celtics, uh, MLB, the Red Sox. <laughs> um, I don't know any NHL teams, really. Well, I guess I'll say the Rangers, just for the hell of it. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> and, that, and that's it. And the uh, new favorite college basketball team, the Dayton Flyers. Yeah. So speak with me on this. So, you know, this is you made the decision. You came on the show. We spoke on your commitment and and signing with Dayton. Just what you could say, hindsight twenty twenty. Just how things feel now that you made that decision and you're literally on site in Dayton, Ohio. Um, I feel like I made a a great de- uh, decision. You know, I, I feel comfortable. I, I feel like right at home, basically. You know. Um, I feel extremely comfortable with the choice that I made. And in making this decision, speaking here with Frankie Policelli, uh, when you look back on it, and I know we spoke about you know going through the recruitment process, what did you learn about the recruitment process when when all was said and done with it? What did you take away from it? Um, you just gotta like do your homework because um, you know a lot of people are telling you a lot of different things, and it's easy to to like to like get confused and think one thing, but they're actually saying another thing. So just, you know, be uh, diligent in your work and always like, you know, double check everything that that they're trying to say and ask questions because a lot of people don't ask questions, but it's the best thing to do is ask questions like on your visitor or or like over the phone or anything. So you have to find out all the facts before you, you know, make a decision. Yeah, and and when and like you said, do your homework. You know, make sure that what people are telling you is what actually is going on. Did you catch anybody? I mean, and obviously you don't have to bring it up or anything. I mean, I understand the uh, the level of respect for that. But did you kind of do your homework and and then come back with a question and go, you know, you said it was going to be like this and it's not. Did you feel like you figured things out that that maybe weren't there on the surface? Um. Well, no. I I was lucky enough for like all the coaches were straightforward with me. Um, so I didn't find anything like that, but you know, obviously, like you can hear cases of of this and that, and there's been so many transfers uh, recently. So, you know, that, that's what I was really talking about, you know, stuff like that. And when you when you look at you know, kind of going through this process, and like you said, uh, you know, do your homework. 
but in the recruiting process, was it what you thought it was going to be, or was it different? Um, it, it was what I thought it would be. You know, it was pretty hectic at times, um, but it was fun. It was enjoyable. I learned a lot. Um, I made great, valuable relationships with um, people from all across the country that hopefully um, I can maintain for years to come. I, I know that when you were when uh, Mike Hopkins was here in Syracuse and he was the assistant coach, that you know he had you out to camp and he liked what he saw and there was that potential that he may offer you. He went out to Washington and offered you. What can you say? Like you said, you built relationships all over the country. Uh, a relationship like you had with Mike Hopkins, just what you could say about that one. Um, you know, it was a good one. You know, we uh, started to connect a little bit when he was at Syracuse, and then he offered me at Washington, and then he used to call me. Um, you know, so I mean, it was a really good relationship. You know, um, one of my friends um, is actually playing for him, uh, Brian Penn Johnson. So he's over there right now. Um, I met him through basketball at Pangos last year. So you know, it just. It's basically like one big community, honestly. Like everyone knows each other, so it's pretty cool. And when you have this this relationship and this this connection that that you formed with him, do you feel like if he was here, if he had stayed here, that ultimately you would have potentially gotten that offer from the school that wasn't that far away in Syracuse? Do you ever look back on that? Um, I haven't really thought about it, but. Um, I don't know, possibly, I don't know, like anything could happen. So, um, maybe if he stayed, I would have got the offer, uh, but I can't really be, be the judge of that. <laughs> so you have, speaking here with Frankie Policelli, 2018-19, first season, he'll spend with the Dayton Flyers. You're out in Dayton, Ohio. What have you done since you've gotten to Dayton? What experiences have you had so far? Oh, I've been in the gym constantly. Um, I put on about six pounds, seven pounds since I've been here. Um, I've been in the weight room. Um, we we just had a class uh, yesterday. I've been in the gym, you know, at night. Um, we have, we have, and we have practice today. Hung out with the team. You know, it's just been pretty busy. You know, just running around, putting a lot of work in, trying to get ready for the um, upcoming season. Have you been able to do anything outside of of being in the gym and whatnot? Have you discovered anything about Dayton, Ohio, at this point? Oh uh, yeah, like well, this um, just like the city is kind of like like slow, like like it's not like like how like um New York City is. So it's like really calm and it's not hectic or anything like that. Um, just like pretty slow moving, I guess. But um, yeah. And what, I mean, what's that like for you? Because I agree. I mean, I came down to, I went over to Dayton, Ohio for the first four when St. Bonaventure in Syracuse was playing with it in the uh, 2018 March Madness, the NCAA tournament for the men's side of things in D1. So I got to spend a few days in Dayton, Ohio and kind of experience Dayton. And it is, you know, kind of quiet, slower moving, kind of relaxed. What do you, what do you like about that atmosphere? Is, is that something you can get used to? Yeah, it's um kind of like upstate New York, you know how how like um upstate New York is not fast moving. It's like slow move at your own pace. Um, it kind of looks like it a little bit because there's, there's a lot of trees out here. Um, the people are nice, so it kind of reminds me of home, I guess, a little bit. So you have that that reminder of home. Have you gotten homesick at all up to this point? Are you missing home a little bit? No. Nah, not really. I mean, after 
like like last year at Long Island and and here it just like feels normal. But I mean, I'm so gonna miss like my parents and my friends and my brother and sister. But I still like call them every day. So what do what do the parents think about Dayton, Ohio? Are they are they getting used to the idea of having to hop on a plane and and make their way over there to see your games? I mean, what have they said to you about coming out there and seeing you play? Um, they love it. They they, they like um, when they dropped me off, they toured the campus and stuff, and they they loved it. They were so happy that um, I made this choice. And then we were like thinking about the schedule and stuff, and there's a lot of games close to. Um, like New York, where they could drive. So, like, St. Bonaventure, Rhode Island, Fordham, UMass. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, like, so, there's, like, a bunch of games around there. So, um, and then they're going to come up sometimes, too. So, they can come to a lot of games. And I think we're televised on pretty much all of our games. So, if, even if they can't make it, they can still catch it on TV. So, they were really, really pleased. And, and I mean, obviously, having that inside of the – Eight ten. When we look at the University of Dayton, you're playing for the Flyers, and we know that teams like St. Joseph's have have had some proud moments. UMass, when they had Marcus Camby. I mean, Richmond has had some good moments in the past. St. Bonaventure, very recently, has done some good things. Davidson is where Steph Curry came from. The St. Louis Billikens, uh, VCU, when they had Shaka Smart, and even after that, have done some good things. George Mason has made it to a Final Four. So, I mean, this is a very talented Atlantic 10. What are you most looking forward to when you know that, you know, all around the Atlantic 10 are these teams that not only play well within the conference, but they've also played spoiler inside the NCAA tournament? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the, um, just a, like, the atmosphere of, of, like, my first true um, road game in college basketball. And... Um, I know our fans are crazy, so I also want to experience the first, like the home opener, um, and pretty much like the overall atmosphere and the and the, and the competitive nature. I want to experience all of that. So you walk into the gym, you see the the Dayton Flyers at University of Dayton Arena, and I know they're putting a lot of work into the area as well. What can you tell me about walking in onto the court? at the arena in Dayton for the for the first time officially being on campus. So now that you're there, now that you know this is your team for sure, bring me into the first moment you stepped on the court and what you were thinking about. Um I was just looking up in the in the bleachers and I was like, wow. And um one of the coaches was like, Yeah, we fill them up all the time, thirteen thousand and I was like, This is gonna be crazy and and then they showed me uh a hype video of the crowd and, and how loud it gets. So I was like, I just can't wait to play here. Well, I can tell you with utter certainty, speaking here with Frankie Policelli coming from New Hartford, New York, and heading off to the Dayton Flyers for their men's D1 team inside the A-10. When I was there for the first four, I will tell you, I love and appreciate the Carrier Dome and have grown up Obviously, you know, seeing a bunch of games inside the Carrier Dome. The University of Dayton Arena, the way that it is set up and how, you know, it's kind of just goes off to like four pieces and you could see people kind of go all the way up. When that place got jam-packed and it got loud, 
and those St. Bonaventure fans were going nuts, and Dayton was cheering for St. Bonaventure against UCLA. I will tell you, Frankie, that that is one of the, and I realized that in that moment just a few months ago, that is one of the most fun arenas I've been in for anything. And for college basketball, I mean, if you told me I had to come back to Dayton to cover a game, I'd be on the plane right now. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it really is. I mean, they tell, I mean, like you said, you saw the hype video. They said, you know, 13,000, we sell it out and whatnot. I can tell you from firsthand experience that being there for the first four and playing games and the games that people say nobody watches and nobody cares about, it was electrifying in there and it was extremely loud. And Central New York definitely made a presence, so uh, I think uh, I think you'll fit in there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so bring me into the team. I know we talked about it a little bit, but you know you're around the guys now. You're working out and doing different things. What can you say about the makeup of this year's Dayton team? Yeah, we are like extremely versatile. Like like on paper, like yeah, you can see, it, but like once you see us play, like the whole team could play multiple positions. And I, I don't think I've played on a team where all five people on the court can do everything. I've, I've had, like, some lineups like that, but, like, the whole team is can, can do everything. So it's going to be really fun. And what can you say about maybe some relationships that you built? Has anybody taken you under their wing? Do you feel that you have a close bond with some of the guys on the team already? Just what you could say about that so far. Yeah, I mean, um, the upperclassmen, they all took me under their wing. You know, uh, my my roommate, Dwayne, um, he, he, he's a funny guy. And then, um, you know, Obi, I've known Obi for about two, three years now because he played with the Jayhawks too. Um and then all the transfers that came in, like, we all bond, like, really, really good. And uh, you brought up OB. He's from Ossining, New York. And just yeah. you know, what's it like to be in Dayton, Ohio, with a guy that you used to be teammates with, with the New York Jayhawks? That's pretty cool. Like, um, we're the only New York kids on the, on the team. So, like, everyone else is from, like, the Midwest. And, like, so we ordered pizza yesterday. And me and Obi just looked at it. We were like, uh, <laughs> this isn't New York pizza, but we're hungry, so we're going to eat it. What What did the pizza look like? It was just like flat. <laughs> like, no, like, no crust or anything. It was flat and oh really God. greasy. Uh, I'm going to tell you flat out, and uh, pun intended, but when I was in Pennsylvania and I went to school at Marywood University, they said, they told me, they said, Old Forge Pizza is the pizza. I'm going to describe this to you, Frankie, because I know that you and I know the Italian culture and that we love it. So they said, you got to try Old Forge Pizza. It's the pizza capital of America. It's the Mecca of it. Everybody comes here to get the Old Forge Pizza, Old Forge pizza because it's so good. It's so different. So I open up the box. And first and foremost... The pizza smelled like ragu. And on top of this ragu pizza, whose crust was not done and there was no bubbles in the cheese, it was yellow American sandwich, like, like craft Swiss cheese or craft cheese. So they craft yellow American cheese on top of this ragu. And I was 
starving and I was an orientation advisor and they said, we're eating at 10 a.m. So you better eat as many slices as you possibly can. They got 10 boxes. They said, we're not going to eat until like four o'clock. So you're going to go six hours without it. I called my mom. I said, mom, I got a headache. I'm starving. But if I eat one more slice of this, I feel like I'm spitting in the face of every Italian relative I've ever had in my life. So what do you think when I give you ragu, ragu, dough, not really crisp, nothing done, not a lot of crust, and yellow American cheese. What do you think about that? I wouldn't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I would not eat that at all. No, it was it was horrifying. I, I, I legitimately thought that I had done something bad in my life and God put me in hell for 15 minutes. So, so bad. So when you come back to New York, obviously we'll be We'll get some good pizza and we'll we'll take care of business. Now, Anthony Grant, your head coach. Tell me about Anthony. What do you like about your head coach? Um, he he's a pretty calm guy, you know. Um, he, he knows a lot about the game. So like, so when he talks, you know, I, I, like everyone listens to him. Um, he he has a great uh, NBA background with the OKC Thunder. Um, and he coached a while, and he he just came back from the, the Team USA gold medal. So, like, two weeks ago, or, like, last week, something like that. So he came back from that um, team. And it's just pretty cool to have someone like that around you who knows, you know, so much about the game. And we look to the fact that when Anthony Grant was with the Crimson Tide of Alabama, he got them to the 2012 NCAA tournament, which they hadn't had an appearance in six years. So with a team like Dayton that you and I spoke about, it's always on the cusp. When you see a coach that can help return a team back to the tournament, what does that make you think of when you think about Dayton and and the fact that Dayton is one of those teams that has gotten close but not necessarily in lately? Um, I think I think this year's team could be um, like that, like the turnaround. I, mean, I, I know last year they struggled a little bit, but that was because you know that was his first year and it was probably chaotic, you know. But this year um, we're we're stable now. Um, and I think that we can make some noise. And he worked with Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Does he ever speak with you on that at all, being a part of Billy Donovan's staff with the Thunder? Um, no, not really. But I'm pretty sure he'll probably like bring it up in practice or something like that <laughs> soon. But um, it's, it's pretty cool though, because you know that um, like he probably learned some stuff from from them and 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 vice versa. So. And we look at Anthony Solomon, the associate head coach, Ricardo Greer, the assistant coach, and Darren Hurts, the assistant to the head coach. What can you say about the rest of the staff and what you've taken away from them so far? Yeah, I love them. You know, they're all really organized. They all have dis- uh, different like aspects of the game that they all like specialize in. So, um, so like they just try to teach me some like tidbits, you know, to to get better um, and, and be as successful as I can. Frankie Policelli, 2018 incoming true freshman to the Dayton Flyers from New Hartford, New York. Frankie, do you get any type of chip on your shoulder that's, that's, you know, you didn't end up with the team that was about an hour away from you? Does that put any chip with you whatsoever? I mean, you got recruited all over this country. How do you kind of handle your recruitment coming out of everything and being at Dayton now? You know, you're a New York guy who's who's gone out to the Midwest. What do you think about that? Um, uh, I mean, 
just take it in stride, honestly, you know, because I, I couldn't really do anything about, you know, uh, Syracuse, you know, not wanting me or anything. But I don't, I don't have a chip on my shoulder because I'm, I'm extremely ha- happy uh, the way how everything played out. Um, so, you know, and, and I'm grateful for the way how it played out. And I couldn't really picture it anywhere else right now. And with Dayton, I know that we talked about the reasons why it felt so right. Now that you're on campus and you're there, I know you said, you know, it feels like home, but just give me some some words to describe what this is like now because it's one thing to make a decision on paper and it's another thing to actually show up. So what's it been like now that you've shown up there? Um, It's been pretty fun. Um, There's like a, a – uh, a solid culture around the the program um the fans are, are insane like everywhere we go like everyone's taking pictures saying hi like looking at us um so like i i feel like if, if i see someone in dayton walking past me like 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 they'll just say hi or like it, it's so friendly over here <laughs> it's pretty cool actually so you got this season coming up. You're excited. You have been versatile at a bunch of different positions. Where do, do the Dayton Flyers and Anthony Grant, where do they have you on this roster? Or do they look at you to be versatile in multiple positions? Are they putting you in one significant spot? What's it like right now? Um, they're going to put me in diff- different positions when they need me to be. So if I need to be like a stretch four, uh, then I'll be a stretch four. But if I need to be a small four, I'll be a small four. Um, so whatever, so whatever they, they need me to be, I'll be that guy. And as we move forward here, Frankie, I want to play this, and I, I think we might have done something like this before, but for the Dayton Flyers fans to get to know you and for all these people in Central and Upstate New York that need to become Dayton Flyers fans, at least to watch Frankie Policelli, uh, to let everybody know around the country a little bit more about who you are and even outside of the country, we're going to do rapid fire. Are you ready for me to throw those crazy questions at you? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Frankie Policelli, I'm going to put you in a movie. What is the movie going to be called? The movie? Yep. Uh, Fantastic Frankie. All right, why that? Because it rhymes. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, but just like the two halves match up, so it sounds cool. All right, perfect. So, Fantastic Frankie. If you're not playing yourself in a movie, who would you want to play you? Um, Will Smith. Why Will Smith? Um, people told me that, like, we look alike. I, I don't, I, I honestly don't see it at all, but, um, and he's a really good actor, so... <laughs> I'll go with that. I go with Will Smith. They're going to play one song for you when you come out onto the court for Dayton for this entire season. What song would you want that to be? Oh, um, um, this is a tough one. Uh, Rich the Kid, Plug Walk. All right. And then going forward from here, comedian, favorite comedian of all time. Will Ferrell. All right, Will Ferrell. If Will Ferrell and you were in a movie, what would you want the movie to be about? Uh, Will and Frankie's crazy fiasco. <laughs> and and what would be the fiasco? Do you know? Um, we probably just like I don't even know. Probably just travel, get in, get into some trouble, and then do some crazy scheme to get out. <laughs> 
Now, you play basketball, obviously. You'll be playing with the Dayton Flyers. In the movie that was about the tropics, we had the we, we had Will Ferrell as a basketball player. If Will Ferrell was asking you to be on his team inside of the ABA today, would you play for the Flint Tropics? Yes. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Let me think here. Celebrity crush? Um, probably Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez asks you out on a date. Will Ferrell says, come hang out with me for the day. Same day, who do you choose? Will Ferrell. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Why did you choose Will Ferrell over Selena Gomez? Bros come first. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, of course I know that because you've always put me first. So I appreciate <laughs> that. And as far I got, a, I got a few more for you. Bucket list. Three things on your bucket list that you have to do. What are they? Um, I want to go to Italy. Okay. Um, I want to go skydiving, but like, not like fall from the plane. The one that like, it's like in a controlled environment. Oh, you want to do the one like in the tube? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, um, I want to go live in like a beach house for like a year, but like on like a private island. All right. Perfect. If going off of the beach house thing, if you were on the Jersey shore, who would be your best friend on the show and who would be your worst enemy? I don't even, I've never watched Jersey shore. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good answer from an Italian. I like it. So <laughs> as if I could put you on a reality show, what reality show would you go on? Um, probably the one with the Ball Brothers. The Bald Brothers? Yeah. That'd, that'd be pretty cool. Okay. All right. Why that show? Because um, LeVar is crazy. So <laughs> I just want to see how, how he would act. <laughs> All right. LeBron James, if, if you're LeBron, do you stay in Cleveland, go to L.A., or go to Philadelphia? I... Oh, well, if you went to Philadelphia, that would just be weird because Ben Simmons is ball dominant. And I don't know how that would work out. Um, if you went to the Lakers, his team would be good. But I don't know if they're good enough to come out of the West right now. But the Cavs, I don't, I don't even know. They're just bad. Um, so I guess he would have to go to the Lakers. So that's, that's what I'm going to say, Lakers. All right, fair enough. A few more for you, Frankie. I got, I got two more. My second to last one is... If you went to Italy and you lived there for the rest of your life and you could only have one meal served to you, what meal would it be and why? Chicken parm. All right, why chicken parm? Because uh, it's, it's, it's good. And, <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess you could change it up. Like if, you, like if I have like, do I get bread on the side. Do you get what? Bread, you said? Yeah, if I, if I get bread on I can make a chicken parm sandwich. Okay. And then I can, I can have, like, spaghetti. Um, and you can just, like, change it. Like, like, you can do so much to it. 
So you change it up. I like the way you're thinking as an Italian. Final thing is your mission statement. Frankie Policelli is what? What would you say? Um, I'm a pretty caring person. Um, I just try to I I try to, to do the right thing. Um, I'm trying to make everyone happy. Uh, I try to be humble. Um, and, and respectful. So you know, I think I have pretty good manners. That's about it, really. In a world where nobody is all, you can't completely make everybody happy. What is your word of advice to that? Going off of what you said, what is your word of advice to people that struggle with caring about what everyone thinks of them? What would you say to them? So, like, people have like opinions on me. Yeah. So, like, people that focus on what everybody's saying about them in public, on Twitter, on oh, Facebook, oh. stuff like that. You don't have, you just don't even pay attention to that. Only the people like closest to you. Like really, honestly. Like, like if I like read on Twitter or something someone's hating on me, like I'm not even gonna like think about it. That coming from Frankie Policelli. Frankie, in in fairness, I'm going to open up the floor to you. So I'm going to give you five questions that you could put me on the hot seat for. We've known each other for almost four years, around four years now. So I'm sure you can come up with something. Go ahead. All right. Um, if you could create your own shoe, what would be the three main colors? I would say, well, I need new shoes because the, the, the bottoms are getting worn out. And people always ask me if this is the Flash because they're red and yellow, so they look like the Flash. So I'd say I'd have to have red, yellow, and black on my shoe, and there'd have to be some type of a lightning strike on the shoe. Okay. Um, uh, would you rather have, like, so, so what would be like your your dream car to have? My dream car. I would say a Jaguar because I just, you know, I like the Jaguars and I like putting the Jaguar on the front of the car. So I would say a Jaguar or some type of convertible. My mom likes convertibles, so I'd probably I'd probably want to get a convertible. Okay, alright. So um if you had like eight jaguars, right? Right. And you could only pick one for like the rest of your life. Which one would it be? So are they all different cars or all different colors? Um, both. <laughs> okay. All right. So let me see here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna look at everything that they got. So let's see. Let's see what the Jaguars got in stock right now. They got the E-Pace. They got the F-Pace. The new Jaguar I-Pace. <sighs> let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. They have the F-Type. Oh, I like the F-Type. I'd probably say I would have the F-Type, and we'd make it maybe silver. Okay, I like that. All right, you got two more. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? To teleport or to fly. All right. Why? <laughs> uh, teleportation because Nightcrawler's awesome, and 
and one of my favorite X-Men. And I think it'd be really cool to disappear in a puff of smoke and then reappear somewhere else. I could get to Italy and Spain really fast. I, I could get to my loved ones really fast. And flying, because I've always had a connection to angels, uh, I do believe that they walk the earth. And I think it'd be really cool to have these big, beautiful, you know, white wings to take me where I need to go. And and then I don't have to pay for, I don't have to fly anywhere or wait for a flight or be on standby. I could just go where I want to go. That is true. That's true. All right. Your final one, Frankie. Final one. Um, um, I'm trying to think. What's, What's a good one? Anything at all on your brain? Would you would you rather know everything in the world, like everything, or live forever? I I'd rather live forever because I'd like the opportunity to affect the world in a positive way. Always, uh, I'd like the opportunity to help each generation find love, find God, uh, comedy, morals, and values. And I think, you know, with my grandmother that lived to be a hundred and a half and, and nine days that she got to see the world change over and over and over and over again. And not always good, but she always remained good. And I, I think it would be really cool to just see the world become different things and then try to help it be its best self, so to speak. Yeah, that's true. Cause my grandma's ninety six now. <laughs> well, I hope that your grandmother makes it to a hundred and then some. I hope she gets to a hundred, hundred and one, hundred yeah, whatever yeah. she's got to get to, Frankie. I hope she does. I hope I get to meet her because my grandmother was, what she? Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say was. She is an awesome lady. She always will be. So give a shout out to grandma. Tell everybody grandma's name. Uh, her name is Faye. So shout out to Faye. And is is Faye? Does Faye? Uh, is she excited about watching your games? Is is she gonna she gonna be tuning in? Oh yeah, of course. So big shout out to Faye, Frankie, to to end this up here, and thank you to all the Dayton Flyer fans that are tuning in, as well as uh, thank you to everybody in Central and Upstate New York and around the country and the world listening to Frankie Policelli. It's not just about your favorite team. It's not just about your favorite city or where you come from. We tell stories on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora that share the lives of people that we truly appreciate and honor every single day to let you know that everybody has a story to tell, including Frankie Policelli. So I want to do this thing really cool to, to end things up. I want to call it Frankie and Five. So Frankie okay. and Five, give me five words that describe Frankie Policelli. Um, funny, caring, um, respectful, um, outgoing, um, loving that calling that coming from frankie policelli frankie in five funny respectful outgoing caring and loving that all coming to you from frankie policelli frankie as always it's a pleasure and i appreciate it man and uh, you've always been good to me and and i hope nothing but the best for you and you know that i'm always cheering you on so uh, just keep doing what you're doing keep working as hard as you are and and uh, and definitely keep in touch i'm I'm proud to know you, and I'm really excited for your story that you're going to tell in Dayton with the Flyers. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, Um, man. And I appreciate everything you've done for me. 
hey man, you know, got to take care of what you got to take care of, right? Got to be, got to be good to each other. I might need a broadcaster by my side when all said and done with your basketball days. So, you know, all right. And I, and once you get, you know, you get to an NBA team potentially someday. You know, I, I just I just want to be sitting in a luxury box, hanging out with <laughs> Frankie Policelli after the game in VIP. That's all I'm saying. So okay. <laughs> But no, all jokes aside, Frankie, you know I'll just get a good slice of New York pizza with you. So we got to do that when you come home. Definitely. All right, man. Well, be good. Take care of yourself, and I'll talk with you soon. You too.